0: is going on with the coronavirus. I have never seen misinformation and disinformation campaigns at this level. The mechanism that the virus uses to get into human cells was gene edited into this virus. So it's a bioweapon, like the obviously, like a random virus doesn't just like spring out of a food market. Welcome to Tech Post. I'm your host Trent Lipinski, and in this episode, we're going to talk about coronavirus. I got my my co-host with me, Monty here, who's sitting anxiously on my lap. So uh, we're actually going to break into a screen share. So if you're listening on iTunes, I'll do my best to describe and read everything. If you're watching on YouTube, then cool, you get to see it. Let's uh, let's dive into this one. What the hell is going on with the coronavirus? I have never seen misinformation and disinformation campaigns at this level in a really long time. I mean, it's been at least four years since the, you know, the uh, last election that I've seen a disinformation campaign at this level. So just for some context, like the coronavirus genome has been sequenced by scientists. So we've analyzed it. We've looked at the genetic composition of uh you know of the virus and it's clear that the virus has been tampered with the mechanism that the virus uses to get into human cells was gene edited into this virus so it's a bioweapon like the obviously like a random virus doesn't just like spring out of a food market and we'll talk about that in a minute here but then the other bizarre thing is there's also some research now that's indicating that this virus is specifically targeting people of East Asian descent. So they're taking advantage of a uh, you know, an enzyme or something that happens in people who are East Asian that allows this disease to spread more easily to that population and is more fatal for them. So it's potentially that a, you know, this virus has been designed, be that this virus was designed specifically to kill people in East Asia uh, and who have genes from East Asia and won't affect the rest of the world and the other world populations as much as it affects people of Asian ethnicities. Is this true? I don't know. There's a research article, you know, talking about this possibility and it may or may not be a thing. I can't tell you. The most bizarre thing that's happened was this whole eating bats narrative. So The eating bats narrative is total nonsense uh eating a bat is not going to give you the coronavirus um and the probability of that happening is like you have a better chance of winning the lottery let me put it that way um it's just not how viruses spread or get created and jump from one species to another um if it was then we would have all kinds of animal diseases and it would be, t- the world would be a very, very different place if you could just eat a bat and get coronavirus. That was a misinformation campaign, uh, possibly even a racist campaign that was intended to shame China and make them you know look bad, essentially. This wasn't the truth. This isn't scientifically accurate. It's not scientifically likely. Um, and yet, if you talk to almost any American right now, they will tell you that the source of the coronavirus was from people in China eating bats because the misinformation campaign that they were promoting for weeks on end from December all the way through January was just promoting this insane conspiracy theory, this insane narrative. That's completely false. Um, when the truth is this is a bioengineered disease, like this was created in a lab. So like, as I tweeted, like, Unless a bat flew into a bioweapon engineering lab, put on a coat, you know, grew up posable thumbs and started bioengineering diseases. Like then I don't know what to tell you. Like that didn't happen. That's not what happened here. That's not why this virus is spreading. That's not why this disease is turning into a pandemic. Um, So, there's only a few scenarios that I can think of at this point, based off of the information that's available, is one, there's a real possibility that this was created by the Chinese government to attack their own people, or it accidentally escaped the lab. Two, this is a biological weapons attack from the United States or another Western power against China if you look at the news that's been happening lately, the trade war that's been taking place for the last 10 plus years, uh, you look at you know the foreign policy, the all the stuff that's been going down with Trump and everything that's been happening, we have been in a cold war, in an economic war with China for over a decade. This disease is going to wipe out their economy and their bottom line, It's going to be an excuse to stop importing products from China. Uh, The U.S. Commerce Secretary is thumping his chest going, hey, this is going to be great for America. It's going to bring jobs back to America. Um, Yeah, when someone high ranking within the U.S. government pounds their chest like this and publicly goes out there and takes advantage of a pandemic, that probably means they know something that we don't know. Um, so it's totally possible that America or a Western power had absolutely nothing to do with this. And they're just taking advantage of the situation. I would not put it past them to do that. But there's also a very real possibility that this was a biological weapons attack from the United States against China. And we're basically at war. And this is basically World War Three. And they're just not telling us because it's not in their benefit to tell us. Um, so. You know, this is a real possibility that we need to consider. The other third possibility at this point is that there is a billionaire or some other third party who has an agenda and wanted to create this population control system, uh, wanted to create this distrust between America and China. Uh, They may even be trying to start a hot war. So there's a real possibility that there is a third party uh, that is trying to use this to pit countries against each other, to crash economies, um, or they could just be crazy eugenicists or whatever. And this is just you know they're them trying to you know thin the population out. Um, There are people like that, unfortunately, that have existed in history and in the present, and you know uh, that's another possibility as well. But I think those are kind of our three possibilities at this point because I I mean there's all the evidence to indicate that this is a bioweapon, and there's zero evidence to indicate that it's anything else. Um so you know, we gotta wait obviously and see what happens. And yes, I'm I'm diving into some theories here. Um, uh, but I think those are the three most likely scenarios that we're dealing with, with this situation and It's going to be really fascinating to see if it spreads outside of China and starts to affect people of other ethnicities and to see if that's true or not. Um, I mean, if people in other countries of European descent or, uh, you know, African descent or Australian descent or whatever, don't get as sick and don't die from this, then, yeah, that's another clue that this is probably a bioweapon. So, again, uh, you know, this is the times we're living in. This is the, this is the, the world we live in now. Wars are literally potentially taking place in front of our eyes. Um, You know, you had the media drumming up for the Iran war and all that crap, you know, at the end of December and beginning of January. But, you know, that didn't happen because it's never going to happen. But, uh, you know, you do have real events like, You know, the trade war, uh, the economic disparity that's taking place between China and the United States. Um, You do have, you know, these actual bioweapons that are created by world governments, like Lyme disease, like possibly this coronavirus, um, that, uh, you know, do get out of the lab by accident or on purpose. Um, So, you know, these are, uh, this is unfortunately the world we live in where you know, the most likely scenario is things only really happen anymore if someone else is profiting off of it. So to assume anything else and that this was just some giant accident or whatever, like, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that the way the US media has been reacting, the global media has been reacting and how the Chinese have been reacting to this, that this is probably A pretty bad situation that has all the makings of a man-made situation one way or another Um, so the only question mark at this point is who's to blame um, versus you know is someone to blame and the answer is definitely someone's to blame someone cooked this up in a lab uh, and someone either released it on purpose or whatever And that's just probably the reality that we're all going to have to come to terms with here is we live in a new age and we live in a world of bioengineering and, you know, geoengineering and weapons of war and weather control. And, you know, the technology that the world governments have, uh, you know, China and Russia and the United States is so far above and beyond what we get as consumers. Um, It's a joke we are probably 50 to a hundred years behind them now that we've got artificial intelligence and we've got satellites flying around our planet and constantly surveilling everyone and modifying our weather and doing all this crazy stuff. Like the whole freaking planet is covered in a grid of satellites. Like we, I I mean, the U S government literally just created the space force because we had to create a new branch of government because we're basically at war with Russia and China in space right now. Like they've been shooting down our satellites. We've been shooting theirs down. Like we're straight up at war in space and they won't tell us uh, what's going on. They don't tell us the truth. Like, and they're not going to tell us the truth about this virus and they're not going to tell us the truth about any of that other stuff. So, I'm going to end this episode and just wrap up with a little education here on how you can treat yourself with viral infections. So one elderberry, it prevents viruses from, and flu viruses from being able to enter human cells. Uh, it's been used for millennia generations, really long time, really potent antiviral. Um, you can buy it on Amazon. Yep. Yeah, give Bezos even more money. Um, and another good one, there's this drug called Alinea. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the generic, but uh, the, the brand name in the United States is Alinea. It is a potent antimicrobial that has antiviral properties. Your doctor will not tell you that this drug exists and will not give it to you. They will let you die before letting you know that there is a drug that can actually shorten the duration of your flu that has less side effects than Tamiflu. Uh, that's easily available. It's probably sitting at your pharmacy right now, but it actually cures people so doctors don't prescribe it anymore. Oh, and it has a really low side effect profile. It does have some side effects, it's still a drug, but way lower than antibiotics, way lower than the other antivirals out there. Um, And you can also go on it for a long period of time if you need to. So take it with food if you need it for whatever reason. Um, and let's see, what else? Um, Olive leaf is another good one, really potent antimicrobial that has some antiviral properties. Uh, Oregano uh, is another one, also very strong. Um, There's a great product out there that I've been taking called Biocidin. Um, You can go to biocidin.com. They make a liposomal formula. It's a combination of a bunch of different herbals, has antimicrobial, antiviral properties, Um, There is a lot of stuff you can do to fight viruses that your doctor will not tell you about. So if coronavirus does make it to the U.S. and does turn into a major issue, uh, you know, avoidance, of course, is your best option. Um, And your second best option, if you do get sick, is double down on antivirals, hydrate. And if you get the fever, let it happen. I know people like to take, you know, fever suppressants and all that crap. Um, your best bet is actually stay hydrated and let the fever happen for as long as your immune system needs it to happen. That is your body and your immune system working. You don't want to turn it off. Um, obviously if it gets to the point where your fever is so high that it is, you know, at risk of causing brain damage, then yes, you definitely want to suppress the fever. Um, but if you're in that like 102, 103 tip like territory, that's actually where you want your body to be to eliminate viruses. So the longer you can stay there, the longer your immune system can eliminate the virus, your risk of dehydration increases significantly. But uh, as long as you stay hydrated, you should be good to go. So stay hydrated, you know, take your vitamin C, take your elderberry. If you can get your hands on it, take some millennia or another antiviral that has a Side effect profile that is not as bad as Tamiflu. um, And, you know, do everything you can to boost your immune system and stay as healthy as possible. So, again, the best protocol is avoidance. This is also true. Everything I've just told you is also true for the flu, um, which actually has a higher fatality rate that we know of at the moment than this virus potentially. So, you know, if you do get sick, you know, Don't just rely on the stuff that's at CVS or Walmart or whatever. Um, You know, there are natural alternatives that can help you get healthy and better faster. And there are medications that your doctor won't tell you about that if you take them, they'll help you get better and reduce your risk of fatality. So anyways, I'm Trent Lipinski. This has been another amazing episode of Tech Post. I'm going to drop some more truth bombs on the next episode so stay tuned. Thanks for watching another uncensored episode of techpost.io. I'm your host, Trent Lipinski, and don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and hit that little notification bell next to the subscribe button so that you can get notified when we release a new episodes. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, and other social networks, including Twitter and Facebook at TechPost.io, and you can find me personally at Trent Lipinski. Once again, I'm Trent Lipinski, and this has been another great episode of TechPost.io. We'll see you soon.